Welcome back to another episode of Five Questions with Frank Manger, a podcast born out of a quest to change the perception of what we see on social media. Life is not all about models, bottles, boats, jets, fashion, and people showing off stacks of cash. I'll bring you interviews with entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, business leaders, and others who will share their origin stories and lessons that shape them. Each show will give you a look into the lives of people just like you that have achieved success even though the odds were stacked against them. People who you can relate to, who have been where you have been, and who are now where you might aspire to be someday. On this episode, I introduce you to Joe Applebaum, CEO of Ajax Union. We get into the huge risk he took to take his side hustle to his main hustle, and his advice for aspiring entrepreneurs. The importance of communication and listening, and why you need to be versatile in business and strategy, as well as his thoughts on being able to create your own future. What's up, peeps? My guest today can be seen walking around Brooklyn talking into his cell phone, which behind it translates into millions of viewers each year. Joe Applebaum is the CEO of Ajax Union, a B2B digital marketing agency based in Brooklyn, New York. He's a business strategist, marketing expert, and certified Google trainer who enjoys speaking and writing about marketing, business networking, and personal development in his seminars, webinars, and articles. Joe is host of the popular podcast, The Breakthrough Maze, where he coaches entrepreneurs on how to go from frustration to mojovation. And he's the producer of Grow Time TV and has published over 500 mojovational street talk videos on YouTube. Joe is a contributing member of the National Speakers Association, a group of over 4,000 speakers in the US. And he's an active member of the Executives Association, a premier business networking organization in New York City. Joe lost over 95 pounds and kept it off, and he also wrote a book about it. He's a selfie master, taking over a thousand selfies every year with entrepreneurs, and with that, he makes hundreds of introductions to business professionals in his network. Joe is proud of all his accomplishments, but most of all, he's proud of his purpose, his beautiful, amazing kids, all five of them. Joe, thanks so much for being on. Really great to have you here. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. It was pretty long, but it was pretty amazing. I wanted to get it all in there, man. You're an amazing guy. So thank you. As we uh, jump into this and before we kind of get into the five questions, I'd love for those tuning in uh, who may be hearing your name for the first time to give a little backdrop on who Joe is and what makes Joe tick. So I, so my three core values. So when people say, who are you, right? I can talk about my identity. I can talk about so many different things about myself, my history. But the reality is we are what we value most. So my three values are curiosity, creativity, and levity. I love asking questions, really love learning about other people, learning about life. I love being creative and expressing myself and watching other people express themselves and in a non-judgmental way, just accepting people and really connecting on a very deep level. And I like having fun. That's why I like making light of things. Levity is a very interesting word. Some people say, Joe, you love levity so much that you do these jump shots on social media where you're flying in the air and they look so amazing. It looks like you're having a fun time. And yes, I make fun of life. I, you know, like problems don't exist for me. Um, although I do love solving them because I'm very strategic, but for me, they're really opportunities. So that's the type of person that I am. Great. And, and you do have, uh, I got to 
to know you from LinkedIn. I've, I've seen you at some conferences and, and definitely you do a, a lot of video. So one thing that is consistent with you is that you're a giver. You love making introductions. You love helping bring value to people. Uh, but you also have a lot of energy, which is really something that it's hard for people to sustain to be so positive all the time. So that's a, such a great quality. Love to see that. Thank you very much. You know what? There is a format, success leaves clues, right? So there is a format to being able to have more energy. I call it the high energy secrets. And if you can implement these secrets in your life and you can do the things that most people aren't doing, you're going to have the energy that most people don't have. The reason why people don't have energy, it's not because they don't have the capacity to have energy. It's because their habits and their ways of being are they're living energy draining lives instead of energy producing lives. Every cell in our body has a certain amount of watts of energy. And if you put together the energy, the potential energy that we have, we can literally light up one human being can like light up the world with the amount of energy we have inside us. The question is, are you tapping into a small potential of your energy or are you doing things that depress your energy? Are you in a state of joy, in a state of gratitude, or are you in a state of depression, sadness, guilt, shame, where most people are in fear instead of having fear, be in love and your life can be different. Oh, yeah. And, it, and, and you know what? Being around that low, low energy people, I feel like I need to get out of that room when I'm in there. It's like infectious. So, uh, so yeah, love me some positive energy. Misery loves company. That's the saying. Misery loves company and high energy. It's, there's nothing better than being around people that are just totally flying. So as we get into this, my first question, um, you run a very successful company, which is, you know, the folks tuning in and what I really like to have impacted is aspiring entrepreneurs, someone with a side hustle. So that's going to be you know, a lot of people that we'd love to be able to talk to today. So you built this great company. Uh, I'm sure it just was super easy. You followed a, a blueprint and, and here you were. So how about you give us a little insight about that journey to where you are today? So I remember, I remember, let's go back 15 years ago, 12 years ago. Let's go back to that era in my life. So I just turned 40. So let's go to my late 20s. And I'm in my late 20s and I'm thinking to myself, I need, get, I need to get out of the rat race. I need to figure out how to make it financially. And that's my one thing that I always saw my mother struggle in her store as a teenager. I watched her try to grow her business to over a million dollars in revenue and she never really made it. 96% of businesses are doing less than a million dollars in revenue. I didn't know that back then. I thought everybody was rich. Anybody that had a store was rich. But I saw my mother go out of business after trying for 10 years. And I said, that's not going to happen for me. So not only did I have a full-time job, I also had seven side hustles. I would work 16 hours a day and just literally crush it, crush it, crush it, crush it. But I still wasn't making seven figures. And I was trying to figure out how am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? And one day I met a partner who built a multi-hundred million dollar business and he said, Joe, I'd love to be your partner. I'd love to, I see the amount of energy that you have. I see the amount of knowledge that you have. You're an SEO expert. You're, you're a website building expert. Like you have all this stuff going on. I'd love to start an agency with you. Um, and I really, I, I became his friend first. You know, we first kind of became friends and I was helping him do stuff. And, and before you know it, we realized, you know what? Let's, let's start Ajax Union as kind of like a side hustle and see what it turns into because we both had full-time jobs. And eventually we grew the business to a place where we realized that one of us is going to have to quit. If we're going to turn into a million dollar business, one of us has to quit. And we were sitting in a room and I said, I think you should quit. And he said, I think you should quit. And then after I said, you know what? You're right. You have more kids than I do. You have more responsibilities. I'll be the one to quit. And then he calls me the next day and says, Joe, don't quit your job. I said, why? He's like, I just got fired. 
So I'm going to be working full-time first for the first couple months. And if we make it and the business takes traction, we could afford to replace your salary, then you'll come work full-time. Lo and behold, six months later, we already had 30 clients. We had half a dozen employees. I went to the office of the company called thewatchery.com. I went to the, the CEO's office. I sat with him and he's like, How's, how are your side hustles? Because he saw my energy. He knew what I was up to. And I said, listen, Ajax Union's really taken off. My partner wants me to come there and, and, and run the company. What should I do? What's your advice? I love working here. I love, he's like, dude, you help me grow this company from 3 million to 40 million. I can't imagine what you're going to be doing in your own company. Go be your own, your own CEO and I'll become your biggest client. I gave him a big hug. I became very emotional. And it just shows that all the relationships that I've ever had in my life, those are the relationships that I took forward into my business. So every company I worked for became a client of Ajax Union. Every friend that I have wanted to become a client of Ajax Union. A lot of people don't do business with their friends, but the reality is I say, if you're going to take things personally and really give your best, there's no reason not to do business with friends and family and stuff. I had my brother working for me. I had my sister working for me. And so the attitude that I brought into it was an attitude of abundance. And before you know it, within 18 months, we were number 178 as one of the fastest growing companies on the Inc. 500. And I can't tell you how joyful I was because I didn't know that I would qualify for Inc. 500. I was just working as fast as possible. Half a million, a million, two million, four million, growing the business very quickly and not really knowing what I was doing. The truth is I had no idea what I was doing. The only thing that I did know is that I had to focus. That's the one thing my partner taught me. He's like, Joe, focus, because you're seven side hustles and a full-time job. The last thing that you're doing is focusing. I was a master multitasker until I heard that multitasking is a myth. It doesn't exist. You could only focus on one thing at a time. Could you imagine if I was writing an email while I'm doing this podcast interview? I wouldn't give you the energy because where focus goes, energy flows. So the one skill, and I thought a focus was something that wasn't a skill. I thought it was a talent, but the truth is focus is a muscle. And the more you learn the art and the science of concentration to be able to really concentrate on one thing and put your, you become laser focused like a laser. You can cut diamonds. You can take a rock, make it into a diamond. And that's what I had to learn to do. And I learned it in my business. And then I kind of translated back inwards to try to work and doing that for my own personal development, which is a lifelong journey, as you know but I'm on the journey and I'm really excited about the transformation that I created for myself along the way, changing my body, changing the way that I operate, changing all my cells, changing the way that I think, and ultimately being able to help other people as well. I hope that everyone that is listening in is seriously hit that back button, take some notes because you basically just recapped where so many people begin but but never get to because they give up on the side hustle or they don't do things the right way. The way, I mean, yeah, things happen uh, and your partner ended up getting fired, but it was like, hey, we're making enough money. We need someone to dedicate to the business where it's never going to grow. Okay, who's that going to be? So it's like those decisions are so crucial to where you're at today. And so many people are petrified to even go. You met and met and said, hey, listen, man, this is my passion. What do you think I should do? Your your former boss embraced you and said, go do it. I don't want to hold you back. Like so many people have been in that spot and they're like, I, I don't, I can't do that. Or I, the fear, it cripples people. So what, literally what you just recapped is like the life of so many entrepreneurs and so relatable, but not many people take that move. Here's one wish that I had for my employees. I've had over a hundred employees in the past five years. Here's my wish, my wish, I wish my employees walked over to me before they quit or left or whatever it was and said, Joe, I want to start my own business and I want you to tell me how and what to do. I want you to coach me and mentor me to build a multi-million dollar business. And I've never, ever had an employee. I've tried to coach them, but they've never came to me 
because of the mindset that people have, that fear that you're saying. It's so far, few and far in between for somebody to actually go to their boss, to actually go to their mentor, their coach, and actually say, hey, give me the support that I need. I would, I would fund people. I would, I would sit there and give them my network. I would build their business for them, together with them, because I'm so passionate about it. But they have to ask and trust in me and then follow up with me consistently. And I, very few mentees follow up with me consistently. I mentor thousands of people over the past decade. And very few people actually come back to me consistently reporting to me. And those people that do end up building multi-million dollar businesses. That perfectly transitions into the next question I have for you because you just said a couple of great things. One, you, you've mentored over a thousand people. You've had hundreds of employees. You've worked with friends and family, clients all over the map, small businesses. And what is the one piece of advice that you would give those tuning in that you're like, this is what I want you to walk away from this thing right here. What is that? So I want you to listen carefully to this word because most people can't hear this word. I want you to listen very carefully to this word. And, my, and the word that I give every year changes. My advice changes every year. So I go on 100 podcasts a year, and my advice keeps changing and transforming as I transform. So I want you to listen to this word. My word for 2020 is listen. And that is something that most people don't do. They talk, you'd be in a conversation with someone and not only are they ready to interrupt so fast, or you're talking and they're ready to jump in as quickly as possible, or they're, they're so focused on themselves that the attention that they have is not focused on you. You just said something that I, I, I wanted to write down. Um, where, so where, write it down, write it down, write it down now because I'm going to repeat this and then I want like 15 seconds of silence. Okay, here, watch this, watch this. My word for 2020 is listen. Is everyone listening? Intense. Isn't it intense? 15 <laughs> seconds pass and it's intense. Yes. We are not used to listening. We are not used to listening. Why? Because we don't know how to listen. We think that listening is a response because we're busy formulating our response instead of hearing what other people are saying. Listen to the universe. Listen to nature. Listen to the signs that are being sent to you right now. You know this guy named Stephen Covey? He wrote a book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Not highly efficient people. We're busy trying to be efficient, be effective instead. So Stephen Covey said, seek to understand, then to be heard. And we're so busy with our ego, with our own lenses, with our own paradigms that we're wearing pink glasses. And when you, when you talk, I just see pink. I see pink, 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 pink. Instead, take off your glasses and just listen. And don't try to sit there and formulate a response or anything. Just sit there and just listen. And that's what I'm repeating to myself for 2020. And you know, so many times people have told me things over and over. I read things in books, but I didn't listen. I heard, but I didn't listen. And when you listen, that's when you get it. You can only get a joke if you listen to the joke. Because if you try to like predict what's going to happen and you actually predict it, you're not going to laugh. You got it. Listen, we're, we're going to take that away for sure. Um, what is, so what you get, you're a, a, quite the giver, the connector, the networker uh, on LinkedIn for sure. Uh, with, with, you got your podcast going, if you're running a business. Um, and, and, and doing all these things, what is, what is it that you do that is, um, 
really fueling you? Like, what is that? You're like, this is what gets me going. This is what keeps me going. So one of the things that I look back to as a child, what would I do in order for me to be really passionate? Because we have a goal setting masterclass we're launching at the beginning of this year. We did it three years in a row. And we teach people how to find their passion because ultimately if you set a goal and it's not aligned with your values and your passions and your agreements and your commitments and your and who you are, your identity as a human being and your why, it's, you're not going to be able to execute with passion, with enthusiasm, with excitement. So I went back myself and did the work myself and I realized what I love doing is mazes. I love taking people through mazes. I love going through mazes. I love starting from the end, going to the middle, going to the back, starting from the side. I love mazes. So my favorite thing to do is to coach entrepreneurs to go from frustration to motivation because I actually have a maze that I take people through called the breakthrough maze. And what I do is I take them through number one, three levels, awareness, strategy, and then accountability. And most people, you can't see what you can't see. When you're going through a maze, the number one thing that happens, I don't know if you've ever been in a corn maze, you go through a corn maze or any maze, you can't see the end. You don't know which route you're going to take in life. Life is a maze. That's what life is. And for me, if you treat it like a maze, you're going to have an amazing life. And so our conversations, you never know. You have no idea where this conversation will go. Maybe you knew the questions, but you certainly had no idea where I'm going to take you. So I love taking people through a maze. That's why I love stand-up comedy. That's why I love freestyle rap, because you don't know where it's going to go. And for me, living through curiosity, living through curiosity is extremely, extremely powerful. And if you can tap into that childlike curiosity, that's when you feel vitality. That's when you're in the zone. That's, why, that's when you're in flow. And we live for that, but we often get glimpses of those moments of flow. Really, we're in their head most of these days. We're not listening. We're not being curious. We're not connecting with other people. We're not, we're not getting the material. We're so busy doing, we forget to be. And let me tell you something. You were born to be a human being, not a human doing, and we're busy fixing and trying to figure out answers and trying to give reasons and rationalizations to everything. Just be. Let's just be. On the flip side of that, because that was great and that was super powerful. What if knowing, again, all the things, the people you work with, all these things, if there was one thing that you see all the time that you're like, this, I would change this. If I had a superpower, if my genie popped out, whatever it is, here's what I would change if I could do it. What, what's that thing? This is what they say. A man or a woman without a plan is like a ship without a rudder. Eventually, it's going to float somewhere, but eventually it's going to hit the rocks somewhere. Now, if you don't want to hit rock bottom, you got to fix it. You got to have a strategy because energy without strategy is a total waste of time. So instead of waiting to be broke and saying, ah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You are broke. Change it, fix it, be versatile and realize that if your boat is one millimeter to the left, you're not going to get to the same destination as if you're on point. I want you to be on point. That means realize that the right strategy will save you a decade. Because 10 years from now, people overestimate what they can achieve in a year. But they forget that a decade, you can achieve almost anything if you put enough time. There is no goal that is too big, only a timeline that is too small. So what I want to tell people that my superpower is strategy, and I want to tell people that are executors, that are doers, that are achievers, that are hard workers, sharpen your saw, baby, because one minute or five minutes or 15 minutes of sharpening the saw will save you hours, if not days, weeks, or months of time cutting the tree. 
If you want to save time, save energy, save effort, measure twice and cut once. Why are you so eager to just do? Instead, take a moment, take a step back, reflect on your year. Look back. What did you do in the past year? What's working? What's not working? And then spend 80% of your time doing. So you just mentioned uh, what we can accomplish in 10 years, which goes into one of my favorite parts of the show uh, where I give you a chance to be historically correct, to pontificate Nostradamus, and really, where are we going? Where Give us the, the, the mojo outlook, and where are we going to be in five or even 10 years out? So I'm going to make a prediction. I was on the Inc. 500 in my 30s. I will be on the Inc. 500 again in my 40s, and I will impact 1,000 hungry entrepreneurs, including you, that want to go from frustration to motivation. We will not only change millions of lives, we will generate millions of dollars doing it in our new business called Evergreen, E-V-Y-R Green, where we're teaching people how to go from a lurker to an influencer in just 15 minutes a day, where we're teaching people how to set goals, how to close deals, and making an impact for thousands of people every single day. This is the company that we just started this year. We've already impacted a, 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 like 250, uh, 250 people um, through our coaching programs, through our courses, and have taught thousands of people through our free webinars online. But we're going to do tens of thousands in 2020, and we're going to train like 1,000 people. It's going to be fantastic. And that's basically where I'm headed. I'm headed to really, really focus on this education company. While my agency is still thriving, but it doesn't need me to thrive because I set systems and processes and I built the business in a way where it kind of runs. So I'm able to focus on this new business and really make the, a major difference in the lives of many, many people. So what, what I like what you said is, uh, you know, some of the things which, you talk, which you've talked about before, I think there's a lot of attention um, now kind of focus on LinkedIn and how do you go from being that lurker? But uh, how, you mentioned your masterclass, you mentioned this new venture you got going on. People want to learn more. They want to take the next step. How do they find Joe and where are we sending them? Very simple. Go to joelinkedin.com. That takes you to my LinkedIn profile, joelinkedin.com or find me joeapplebaum.com and find me and connect with me. Most people will not reach out to me. Most people will not say, I saw you on Frank's podcast. I love what you said, but you be different. You be the one person that does reach out, that does connect with me. I have room for just 9,000 more people to connect with me on LinkedIn. I have over 27,000 people that are following me, but I have just room for 9,000 more people. And so I'm being very selective with who reaches out to me, who I will allow into my network. But if you mention Frank, I'm gonna allow you into my network and we're gonna connect and we're gonna build a relationship. And maybe that's going to turn into something. Maybe I'll give you a, a seed of insight. Maybe you'll see a video of mine as a result of us being connected that will change the trajectory of your life. Because remember, the right strategy is what's going to change your life. It's going to, it's going to give you the tools that you need in order for you to have the awareness. You can't see what you can't see. You don't know what you don't know you don't know. So if I can give you a little more glimpse into something that you had no idea existed, your whole life can change. And that's what I want. I want you to be able to be a human being that is able to be and transform and realize that anything really is possible. Anything you want is possible if you don't allow the past to dictate the future because history does repeat itself if you don't have awareness. If you're living subconsciously, if you're allowing other people to dictate your purpose, your past will become your future. Instead, what you can do is you can step out of reason and create your own future, create whatever you want, but you need a paradigm shift you need to be able to be lifted like a quantum leap out of your current situation, have that breakthrough, 
but you first have to have a breakdown. You first have to realize that where you are right now is not what's going to get you there. What got you here is not going to get you there, baby. So you got to change the thinking. Like Einstein said, you got to change the thinking. Otherwise, you're insanity. Otherwise, you're going crazy. Otherwise, you're circling circles. So that's what I want for you. So connect with me on LinkedIn, joelinkedin.com or joeapplebaum.com. They have a weekly newsletter I send out. And let's connect. And let's do what we need to do in order to take our life and our business to a whole new level. And if you do that, you will get motivated. Boom. Well, I hope that going back to earlier in this podcast, people were doing the one thing you begged them to do, listen. And if you're listening, make sure you go check Joe out. He is a man of his word and you, you will be very happy if you start today because where you're going to be in the next year or 10 years can be massive but you got to start somewhere. Joe, thanks so much for dropping some knowledge. Really appreciate you spending some time here. And we want to get everyone mojovated. So I hope they check you out, man. Thank you, Frank. I want to thank everyone who took the time out of their day to listen in. If you like the show, please give it a rating. If you or someone you know would be an amazing guest on the show, head over to fivequestionswithfrank.com for more information. I'll see you next week.